Hello and welcome to another edition of House of Nako. I am your hostess with the mostest, Nako here, for a regularly scheduled episode. And I'm so happy to be back on track. This is something new we're trying, which is Trending Topics Tuesday. We're also trying to trend it topics Thursday as well so stay tuned for that but today is still Tuesday in the east coast so this show is basically going to talk about different trending topics in the areas that we cover and yes we are branching out from politics but this is election time is here so that this will be very political politically heavy in content, but we are going to mix it up with some lifestyle, with some music, uh, with some more cultural pieces, because that's all a part of, we are multi-faceted, multi-dimensional individuals, and some people can consume themselves, obviously, with one topic. That's cool. But here we are multifaceted. But just because it is an election year and so much is going on, it has been heavy political focus and I'm about to get more political. However, you know, it's really about life. You, you don't really have to put it in this in this definition of politics. Like, yes, it is. It's news, but it's current events. But it's also things that affect us, I'm talking about in the United States, and also globally, because, yes, we're talking about a United States election, but that does determine, obviously, what happens in this country on the local community level, and obviously from state to state, but it also does affect people in other countries as well, because we are all connected people. So with that being said, let's get to it don't forget to follow us on instagram at house of naco because there are a lot of trending topics on twitter on the ap on the internet at large too much to choose from but i wanted to start off because the last episode was a recap of the democratic debate (laughs) which As I keep saying on this podcast, and I will keep saying it, which was another episode of Bad Political Theater starring a horrible cast, except for Bernie Sanders, (laughs) a horrible class that failed in acting miserably, except for Bernard Sanders. But anyway, (laughs) that's not the true focus of this trending topic. Uh, Joe Biden was trending, trending, trending. I think he even did something else ridiculous. I just saw on Twitter. It's like I couldn't even click on it. I was like, I can't hear about another fumble, another racist tirade, another, you know, uh, like sleepy Joe moment, another sniffing of hair. Like I am done. And I don't think it is just me. Like we collectively, no matter which side of the aisle you roll on, you are done Done. 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 with seeing this man. Like just make a fool of himself. I believe someone tweeted and it was so on point after the debate. It was something to the effect of that everybody else Everyone else around knows that this is like over, but except for Joe Biden. And that's, I just couldn't agree with that sentiment more. Like I, there is not anybody. (laughs) And and I did see tweets from people like, um, what's this woman's name on The View? Uh, Her father was the senator. Megan McCain. She was like, oh, Joe Biden is the grief whisperer. We need him as president because he can deal with grief. And Maria Shriver. I mean, obviously, they have clout in this country and they are of a certain class and they want to see certain things happen. So they're going to... try and use their power to sway us in the direction that they want to go because it benefits them. That's the only common thing that you can deduce for anybody that has all their mental faculties at least running on 
you know, a level that you can, like you're in the sixth grade or above. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't have to possess a PhD to analyze and to deconstruct that debate to know that Joe Biden is not competent enough to be a leader. He, I don't even understand how he was picked to be Obama's running mate, probably to appease donors, you know, because he does have that, you know, uncle at the wedding that likes to, you know, dance too close with his nieces, you know, sniffing the hair. That is who Joe, I've seen so many people talk about that he just needs to be at a wedding somewhere in Boston, like throwing back those loggers and sniffing that hair. And that's what he needs to do. Because first of all, like people I saw during the debate, many people just eviscerating Biden and he deserved it because his answers were just (laughs) let's not even go there but I am not empathetic or sympathetic to anyone who has gone through major grief like that is not it and anyone who gathered that from my post debate analysis you are mistaken that is absolutely not where I'm coming from my point of view is is that yes this man has gone through a lot of tragedies several tragedies my concern is or my point number one is going through grief and tragedy does not equate having the experience and having the fortitude and having the knowledge and the forward thinking and everything that a commander in chief needs to possess, especially after taking over a presidency like the Trump presidency. He, having gone through grief and on an outward appearance, you seem to have quote unquote overcome, overcame it does not is not a qualifier like it's something that's very sad what has happened to him having those close people in his life like die so tragically that is terrible but has anyone ever stopped to say like outside of oh I feel sorry for him like has Joe Biden gone through significant psychological analysis has he ever gotten grief counseling like on a serious serious level because that's a lot for a human being and for you just to assume that because he is still living that he somehow got over it that's an assumption like we don't know what his grief process was we're not inside his brain he hasn't talked about it but like I said it's just about him physically being here but that doesn't mean that somebody mentally has been able to has been able to uh, process the grief in a way that's healthy and like I said we don't know that about Joe Biden he might not have done anything outwardly that would have been caught by you know, the you know, I'm I'm just trying to say that I don't believe that number one going through tragedy equates to the only thing that that would give you um, some type of understanding and knowledge. And if you were going to study to become a grief counselor or work in that type of field, I think being able to relate to people in that way is going to make you an expert. But this is not the case of what we're talking about. This is the commander in chief, okay, the United States. So that's not a qualifier, but it definitely pulls on the heartstrings of people. So it will get some people to be like, oh, well, let's give him a chance. And I just wanted to clarify that there is no, at least from my perspective, this isn't about like, oh, just get over it. Like, no, that's inhumane to hear what this man has personally gone through in his life and just to be like oh well forget it that's not it I just don't believe that it makes you a qualifier or makes that a qualifier and then also I think people should be asking the question is he really okay did he get everything that he needs like just because he married and moved on like he talked about even this last debate he evoked his father he evoked the um, his wife that passed away, the children passed away in the car accident. He evoked all of them. So 
I know it's a point for him to pull heartstrings as well. Like, let's be real. But also, you know, like it's still something. I mean, the death of his son as well. Like the uh, the son who passed away of cancer. Like these are major, major things that you have to be so spiritually grounded to be able to keep going in a healthy way mentally so I don't know I just there's too much with it's too much and then the allegations of him being inappropriate with women I just feel like all of that does and also Trump would eat him for breakfast lunch and dinner he just would like even if the Democrats, if uh, this Castro guy can eviscerate Biden and Cory Booker can, evisce- can eviscerate Biden and make him scared, there's no way he can stand up to that. All Donald Trump is, has to do is call him sleepy, call him weak, call him like record playing Trump. I think he even did make fun of him, didn't he? I mean, it's just done, which is why the hashtag by Biden has been trending and which is smooth uh, transition into the next trending topic, which is Senator Elizabeth Warren made her New York City debut this week at Washington Square Park. And it was reported that it was the largest crowd, a large crowd. And we saw the, the receipts were in. Yes, they were. We saw the crowds around Washington Square. We sure did. People came out to hear what this woman had to say. I did not. I had a lot of other things to do. And I knew I would read word for word what happened in the corporate media the next day. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, Lizzie came down here And the crowds were big and the press was there and she was looking very Hillary Clinton-esque and presidential. She was. She had her like purple jacket on and her wide leg like Ann Taylor. Not Ann Taylor Loft, okay? We're talking about Ann Taylor. Wide leg palazzo pants. No, okay, they weren't palazzo, but you know, her... (laughs) Her uniform, but it was purple. She had a little spring in her step. She was feeling good because she knew the crowds were going to be brought in for her. She, they were going to prop her up because that's exactly what the establishment is doing. They still want anybody but Bernie. They want someone who's going to play ball, somebody who's going to take the money, someone who's going to take the directive, someone who's going to bend. And that person is not Bernard Sanders. Bernard Sanders has had many, many years as a public servant and his stance has been the same. He, if you have to choose people or profit, his voting record and who he is as a person, but if you have, I'm looking for receipts, okay? Not just talk. Talk is important, but I want to see what you talk and how you vote and who's giving you the money. And that's who, and how you can tell the integrity of a political candidate. And there's not much of it out there because everyone is bought and paid for. Senator Bernie Sanders got as far as he did in 2016, not from big donations from pharma, from oil, from all, uh, you know, all of these coal industries, the Koch brothers, Amazon, all these people who want you to be like, well, remember me when this vote comes up and don't vote it because I gave you $50,000. Like that's the whole, like that, that's what's up people. And you don't want a politician to be swayed like that for corporate interest. You want a politician who's going to vote and think critically and deconstruct for that's going to benefit the people. Because as the founding father said, for those of you who are federalists or not even federalists, but you understand the notion of this country and love this country because it was based on certain principles, you would understand that in the, what is it, in the preamble of the Constitution, it says for the people, for the people, by the people, of the people. They had just escaped a tyrannical government where they could not even practice and worship the way they wanted. So they were like, peace 
out. Peace out with your taxes, England. We out. And y'all know history. And if you don't, I suggest you read it. Read up. Seriously, educate yourself. Because it's about the people, not the profit. So do the research. Like, this is not... It's really not because with the internet, like anybody can have access. That is why we need to open our minds and our ears when voting and legislature comes about the internet. And we need to press these lawmakers to stop playing and keep the internet fast. Because side note, the United States has like one of the poorest internet just analysis like we have slow slow connections in other countries it's way faster and it's like so much cheaper for people to get and it should be free because this is how we as a society are going to stay connected to learn about each other yes it it can also be used and it is used for lots of evil it is However, the good does outweigh the evil because you have access, access, and access was only for certain people if you had, and certain people of uh, a certain caste, class, race, all of that, and the internet kind of wipes that out to an extent. So that's why it's important for the people to be able to stay informed. They didn't have the internet back in the revolutionary days, but they still founded this country saying that this is about us. This is about us, not about government and not about corporations and all the stuff like, yes, money is a conduit and it's necessary for growth and expansion. However, it's supposed to be about the people. And a country can't survive without a healthy people, without an educated people, without a people who understand history and pay homage to it and will want to build for the future. Like, that's how we survive. That's This country isn't that old. So for us to survive, we have to have that type of mentality. We have to look at other governments that have been in place like way longer and have their rich culture and history and they preserved it and they give their uh, citizens health care. Like, because let's keep it 100 people. I happen to have close relations with European. Well, my husband is from Scandinavia. Yes. And it's so interesting, the propaganda on both ends in, in Scandinavia it is uh, believed that in the U.S., like, it's free. I mean, not free, but, you know, you, there's no burden of this heavy tax and they don't get taxed at all. And it's great. Oh, my gosh, it must be so cool. And then over here, we think or we've been led to believe that in Scandinavia, they give every last penny to the government and they take all your money and they give it away to everyone. And oh, it's terrible when that's not the case at all. When these people enjoy retirement because they put into the system and now the system is going to take care of them and they've had access to health care all along and, and education, they seem happy and cool with it. And when you compare the percentage from a Scandinavian perspective, the taxes are about the same. He said in the United States, maybe it's like one or two percent higher. So we're not talking about this major difference. But then in the United States, we don't get any of the benefits because they're raking your checks for war, basically, and not putting it into the system of people, community, as I was saying before, because it's the people as the founders laid it out in the foundation of this country that make this country and will allow the U.S. to grow and continue to be great. So we need to start paying attention to that. And Bernie Sanders is truly the, the only one who's doing that. So anyway, back to Lizzie in the uh, NYC. And um, I call this segment <laughs> Lizzie in NYC Shady Boots Boo. And yes, Shady Boots, for those of you who do not know, Shady Boots means there is something that you need to raise your left or right eyebrow to. 
and kind of cock your head to the side and be like, hmm. And maybe give one of those like chin rubs, like, hmm, something isn't right here. Something doesn't make me feel safe <laughs> or so comfortable. Like one of those. Like, so Miss Elizabeth Warren to me is shady boots to a degree of infinite possibilities. Her shade is on, is lit, is lit, okay? <laughs> And I started having shady boots with Elizabeth Warren when back in our former, our past election, the way she spoke out against Miss Hillary Rodham Clinton and how the speeches she would give and how she, you know, went to just not discredit her, but just to talk about all of the reasons why she should not be president, that she's not fit to be president and then is like you know what well I could be your running mate so I'm just kidding you've got to vote for her you've got to I was like what but you were just so passionate like 10 minutes ago like and now you want to be this woman's running mate like I mean and I know that people will be like but Bernie Sanders said that you should vote for Liz. and that's completely different and also Bernie wasn't like well can I be vice president though can I or he'd be like well can I be vice president <laughs> or whatever no, he didn't. He didn't go there. And also, you know, that this is all about a game, too. Bernie had to play the game at that point if he even wanted to have a shot at 2020. So it was back then that I started raising my eyebrow a little bit to Elizabeth Warren. But I just was like, wow, you did the switch so quickly. Like there was not even a space up in there. You were just like, Hillary Rodham Clinton is A, B, C, and D. Don't even go there. And then 10 minutes later, you were like, I say that you need to vote for her. She's going to make the best president. I'm right there as best president. Yeah. I mean, it was never anything declared, but that's what everybody knew was going on. And it didn't happen. She picked him. Hablo Espanol Kane and not you, Lizzie. So, like I said back then, she was definitely getting side-eye from me. But come now, she's definitely getting the full, the full Monty of shady boo boo. She's shady boots to, like I said, to an umpteenth level. And I'm about to tell you why Elizabeth Warren is shady boots. And people probably have more to pile on top of that. But number one, if you don't even want to count last election, which why? But let's let's say, okay, let's start in fresh slate. It became public information. And thank you to Susan Sarandon. <laughs> And I know the DNC has it out for you, boo. So, Susan, I know you made that good money. You got that Oscar money. So I know you got those electric fences and your body guard, Susan, because sure, these people are not for you. Mira Tandon and all of those just vicious individuals in this corporate uh, structure just want to blame Susan Sarandon for Hillary not winning and for Russians hacking the the system and for the failure of climate like I mean it's everything falls on this Hollywood actress for some reason but why Susan Sarandon is important in this episode is because she made it public knowledge because I didn't know before uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe they were in the Midwest somewhere, and Susan Sarandon opened the stage for Bernie. And she mentioned, just like in passing, she didn't focus on it. She said something to the effect of, well, I'm glad that no one on the stage was a Republican until they were 40 or something. And it was very obvious that she was talking about Elizabeth Warren. And then the press got a hold of that and they just ran with it. And that's when the DNC, the DNC, <laughs> I don't even know what to call them anymore. Yes, they stand for the Democratic National Committee, but they need another acronym because it's just straight, straight up just 
you know, almost like a mob-like mentality. Mob meaning mafioso. <laughs> That's what I mean. Just like real uncouth and, you know, trying to make you think that you're there for... I felt like the mafia is like very good. If you've ever watched The Sopranos, you know what I'm talking about. You know, they're like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Like your friends and all you think everything's good. Hey, let's have a party for you. Come on. And then you come to the party and then they're like, just kidding. And then it's like machine gun killing all over the place. Um, that's how I feel like the DNC is. They're gangsters. And that is why I know Tulsi Gabbard was like, you know what? Once I got up in here and she went to war. Okay. So if this woman has went to war and swayed bullets from and did not get her and she was seeing if you don't know you need to google some stuff about Tulsi Gabbard they were not trying to let her have any type of shine at all but this woman is incredible and what she served not one but two tours in Iraq okay and Iraq wasn't cute no war is cute but Iraq definitely wasn't cute so for this woman to have gone to two tours in Iraq and she could not hold it down at the DNC. That means that she saw some real shady things. And she's like, you know what? I am a senator. I want to keep my position up in here. So I'm not going to like put y'all on blast because I know what you all can do. But I'm leaving. Peace. And that's what she did. You know, so that just has to tell you something. So they came after Susan Sarandon for just stating a fact. And I was like, wait, hold up a minute. You're trying to tell me Elizabeth Warren, who's 65, 66, like she's not 70 yet. She's in her late 60s, that this woman was a Republican until she was 40? What? Or 41? That's a long time to be on that side of the aisle. That means you were a Republican like in Reagan days, in Bush days, like tranquil down economics. Like you were like, yeah, that's awesome. You're family right. That doesn't seem to fit the narrative that she loves to talk about during these debates she was like i was poor growing up in the south or wherever she's from i don't know north dakota or whatever she's like we're poor one would shack and i became a special needs teacher and she loves like telling that story about how she came from nothing um and was fighting like for the disabled like she tries to put those tones into it but I'm like, but you are voting Republican, so you must not have been struggling that much, boo. At some point, it worked itself out. You're just talking about you being pregnant, and then the, the, the principal had to tell you to fire you. But you're not telling us what your husband's doing and what he's slinging and bringing in. So I feel like for you to vote Republican, you could. Like, your alternative was not oh, I'm a pregnant woman and I don't have a job anymore. What am I going to do? Like your husband was, I'm sure, already a lawyer at some like swanky law firm and pulling in the dough. So you didn't have to go to work, Elizabeth. But she leaves that part out and tries to make it seem like as a young mother, single mother, I pulled myself up. Like, no, you didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't at all. Because you wouldn't have been voting Republican in the 80s and in the 90s. Like, Ugh, Elizabeth. So that on top of that Native American thing that she tried to pull, I'm half Apache and a quarter Cherokee. Like what? And then Donald Trump had to be the one to call your lion Lizzie self out? Donald Trump? Like, come on. That was so embarrassing. And then she had to be like, I'm sorry to the Native American community. I've heard I've used you. Like, what? What is this? Like, how is this the woman that we're like, yes, she can be Trump. Trump or Red D blasted her and was like, (laughs) wasn't he calling her Pocahontas? Like, no, you can't put like, (laughs) it would be bad political theater like (laughs) on what was that screen like on IMAX? Yes. Bad political theater on IMAX. If that were to happen, because Donald Trump, he will love it, actually. He would love to be in the ring. Like he, if you remember back, go and Google the riff that those two had with one another. Donald Trump won that, y'all. I'm, <laughs> it, it doesn't pay me to say it. No, it doesn't pay me either way. But he won that because he pulled receipts on her. Didn't he? <laughs> Didn't he have 
have like DNA done of her or something? He just was like, oh no, this woman ain't gonna. And you know, when he gets, when a woman gets under that man's skin, he is gonna go for it. He's gonna come for you. And Lizzie, you weren't ready. Like how, you know, you're not Native American. Like how long, how long did you think that was gonna, like you thought that you were gonna like, what, take that one to the grave? Like, no, but she had gotten away with it for so long. She's probably like, yes. It's working. Oh, Cherokee gods. Thank you. Like what? So for Donald Trump to pull her card, then if you put the two of them together in the same way, he is just going to, like I said, eviscerate her, eviscerate her. And she couldn't topple him then, even on Twitter, her tweets, her thumbs aren't fast enough. Like Trump is all about it. He, (laughs) he knows those 140 characters. He even when ASAP Rocky, that whole thing was crazy too, but it's not a trending topic, so we'll tackle that maybe some other time, just for fun, just for kicks. But I'm just referencing the time when ASAP Rocky was still in Sweden and he's like, oh, let, let him go. Like he was coming up with these clever, these clever tweets and pun, puns and plays on words in his tweets, like... Trump, since that whole Elizabeth Warren mess when they were at each other's throats, or I wouldn't say at each other's throats. Yes, I would. They were definitely having disdain for one another, and they definitely both showed that. But it was Trump in the end who triumphed, and that's sad, Elizabeth Warren. And I believe that if they, if that's what the establishment, if Elizabeth Warren is now your person, which It definitely is because there is not anyone with money. I don't care if you're a small donor, you only give $10 to your campaign or you're giving like tens of hundreds of thousands. You're not going to want to back Joe Biden after he gets up and his dentures are falling out and he's going rambling on. And it's not just about saying the record player thing. Like, of course, there's memes and people haha, laughing like, oh, he is Alzheimer's. Like, that's not even funny. But I'm just saying, like, they're t- calling him sleepy, calling him out of touch. Yes, all of those things are true. There was a Washington Post report that, like, basically was like, can Joe Biden ever get over this record player thing? And it didn't at once talk about, like, the racism of it all. Like, the question was about slavery and basically white acceptance of that part of history, American history, and what should be done to reconcile that because it's still something that, I mean, this country isn't that old. So I don't mean to bring up Louis C.K., but he... you know, wrote some great stuff back in the day. And he was once on Conan or a late night talk show and was basically like slavery is like two old women sitting back to back in like their lifespans, like two 95 year old women or something like that. And he's making a joke, but it's more or less the truth because we are not that old of a nation. So... The question had to do with that and it had to do with words that Biden said 40 years ago. But basically he was like, well, I'm not responsible for what my forefathers did. Like, freak that. And that's what his answer was. So she's like, so you feel still feel like that, Joe? And you could see the look of panic in that man's face. But for him to think that to utter the words that came out of his mouth afterwards actually saved him, he would have been better pulling what this author of, this anti-Trump author, I believe his name is Michael Wolf, who was on not just Morning Joe, but another talk show in Australia where he pretended to go deaf when he's asked a question that he wasn't prepared to answer. I think Joe... It would have been better for Joe to do something like that or like, you know, be like, what? And like pull a Wendy Williams and, you know, pretend to have some faintings. But yes, it would be over, but it still would be on a sympathetic level and people wouldn't be looking at you as some old denture wearing, falling out denture wearing (laughs) racist. Like, yeah, pretty much. 
Who wants a president who's going to give them dentures and racism like on? Because that's what it is. His answer was completely racist. Like not only are you going to or biased or bigoted, whatever, if I'm not using the correct term, but it is. It's like you're not trying to acknowledge, first of all, the question. And by saying that, oh, it's about the education and it's about the giving more money to the teachers and it's about helping the parents learn how to parent and it's like okay you're not gonna address institutionalized racism he mentioned redlining which i know is something that is not good (laughs) is you know that there is been by like talk about the prison industrial complex or just be real and be like you know what this is not my area of expertise but I am going to put committees together. I'm going to reach across the aisle. I'm going to do this because, yes, this is an issue. And I was stupid back then when I was 40. But now I know by being with Barack, he made me... I mean, he could have spun that in so many ways. But I ju- he's not thinking on his feet quick enough. I don't know if he's being even forced to do this. But like I said, it is clear that people do not want dentures, racism, and... You know, a president that's just going to basically put us in danger because everything's going to be a joke. Like, it can't just be like that. We can't just have this bad political theater and be making fun of Joe Biden, like forgetting where he's going and all this stuff. Like, no, this is not really a show. It's life. So obviously, bye Biden. Hashtag bye Biden. Uh, However, having... Lizzie Warren as the next prop up is definitely not what's up in my opinion at all like at all and like I said I the going going against Hillary last election and then basically endorsing her hoping she'll pick you to be VP that is one thing and then the uh, trying to claim Native American heritage, knowing full well she is not, <laughs> is another. Being a Republican for a very long time while trying to tout a story of a young, you know, mother. She doesn't even mention the husband. She wants you to have this visual of her like struggling to make it, and you know, being a champion of this, of women, and all. And I'm not, not trying to say that she doesn't care about women's issues or that she's an evil person like that's not it at all I'm just pointing out that there's some significant flaws in who what her principles and what her standards are as they've been presented to us like someone who tries to say that they are of a certain indigenous people who have suffered a great deal just to use it to get more clout, to get more fame, to check that she's a minority on school applications or on any type. Because Native Americans get a certain status. So who knows what type of benefits and perks that Elizabeth Warren received over the years because she was trying to lie to everybody. And that's to me, it's not something that you could just be like, oh, well, you know, she was young. It's like, no, this, this, you can't try to just be like, well, <laughs> for, let's forget about that. Like, I'm not forgetting about that. But that's not cool. That is not cool. So we've got that. We've got the Republican thing. But now <laughs> when I go and look up, And anybody can look this up. This is not investigative journalism. I hear Jimmy Dore, who you've got to listen to his show. He's on jimmydore.com. He's on YouTube. Uh, There's so many uh, uh, podcasts, you know, Apple podcasts, whatever. You've got Android, Apple. You can catch the Jimmy Dore show. He is on point. And I've been following him for years. But... Uh, he had a segment of his show where it was actually pointed towards Kamala Harris, which is a whole other (laughs) trending topic show. But for now, he was talking about Kamala Harris, but the list 
of donors was shown and Kamala was outed. And this is an outing. This is public information, donors to political campaigns. Anybody, like anybody can have access to this. You can go up for now to Google and type in Kamala Harris donors, Elizabeth Warren donors. Yo, people, like seriously, we need to wake up. Stop listening to Anderson Cooper with his fake glasses. And I think he probably started dyeing his hair white just to be obscure. Anyway, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But stop listening to fakeness, to lies. This is not journalism. Like CNN's not journalism. MSNBC is not journalism. ABC, most definitely, is not journalism. All of those media conglomerates are like owned by two people and there is an agenda behind every word that you hear. Trust and believe, okay? Because they're not doing investigative journalism trying to tell the people like what's up. They're just trying, spitting out the messages that the money, the people who have the purse strings want us to hear the messages that they want us to take in consciously, subliminally, all these things, right? But if you just go for yourself and use the internet and go and look up who's giving to these candidates, it should click. It should click. Like, you can't pretend. So when you go to opensecrets.org, and look at who Elizabeth Warren's donors are. Like, come on. You can't tell me that this woman, a woman who lied about her DNA, a woman who flip-flopped, you know, with Hillary mad quick. Like, she, I feel like she has no loyalties and that she's a very good speaker and an orator, which most lawyers or anybody in the legal profession has to be. It is a part of the job. Just like an actor has to know his lines and know whatever. A lawyer is on that same level in a way. So she's a very good speaker, very convincing. Like, that's how she got away with being, (laughs) uh, I'm half Native American. That's how she got away with that. Because she speaks very well. You think that she is with you, you know, when she's one of those people that can make you think that you're the only person in the room when they're talking to you. But really, she's like... Oh my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom, the kids, my husband. What am I going to eat tonight? Like, no, we're going to go to the movies. No, wait, we're going to go meet with the Robinsons. And when she's looking at you, she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you think she's totally taking you in, but she doesn't care. She's just such a good actress. And I don't think that that's a ridiculous... Uh, it's not even an assumption. I am just going by what ha- you what the people have represented of themselves and I'm just talking about that that's all it is it's not my personal feelings because I once I'm from Massachusetts so I want to you know raise up my commonwealth so I was Elizabeth Warren fan I loved the way she spoke thought she was so intelligent you know this lawyer I'm like "Uh uh-huh professor that's right little did I know back then like the lion Lizzie Warren (laughs) I didn't know about Shady Boots Boo back then because I did not possess that knowledge. But now I do. So getting back to OpenSecret.org, y'all, you can go look this up for yourself. You can look at the top contributors for the federal election cycle for Lizzie Elizabeth. (laughs) I was going to make fun of her, but I will not. Warren for the 2020 cycle. Let me just read who these contributors are so far. University of California, Alphabet Inc., Harvard University, U.S. government. Oh, I should read how much it is. So University of California gave $114,000. I'm rounding off here. Alphabet Inc., $75,000 or $76,000. Harvard, $62,000. U.S. government, and I'm using air quotes there. What does that mean? But U.S. government gave $44,000. Amazon.com, 35000 Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser Permanente. We're talking about big, big pharma. 35374 The city of New York, 34000 Apple, 32000 Microsoft, 27000 Brown, Rutnik, 
LLP 24, University of Massachusetts 24, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT 25, State of California. Like again, what does that mean? 22,000, AT&T, City of New York, New York University, Stanford University, University of Michigan, U.S. Postal Service is giving this woman money, and the University of Washington. Wow. So there's so much, like, I could spend, we could spend hours just going through each list, looking up each university, what they're going, I mean, my goodness, there's so much to unpack here, but I'm just going to tell you about one thing. House of Naco. I didn't know, so I'm looking through the contributors and I'm like, okay, University of I know all of these names except for two. The first one, well, actually, Brown Rudnick, I have heard of. Can't really say on top of my head what they do, but I know I've heard of them. Alphabet Inc. I did not know. I was like, what's Alphabet Inc.? What's that? All you have to do, go to Google. Alphabet Inc. takes you to. Uh, their Wikipedia page, and I'll just read a little bit. You can look it up for yourselves. But it said, Al- Alphabet Inc. is an American multinational conglomerate headquartered in Mountain View, California. It was created through a corporate restructuring of Google on October 2nd, 2015, and became the parent company of Google and several former Google, Google subsidiaries. Two founders of Google assumed executive roles in the new company with Larry Page serving as CEO, Sergey Brin as president. Alphabet is the world's fifth largest technology company by revenue and one of the world's most valuable companies. That company, like I didn't even know that like Google basically is called Alphabet Inc. I'm sure that was obviously by design to have it that way but that just blew my mind like what like basically all big major corporations are giving money to this woman and why why do you think why do you think that google would want to make sure that thousands and thousands of dollars were given to elizabeth warren it is like just think about why why would they because they want to be nice because they want the first woman to be president and they want to do like really like if that's your thinking then i don't even know why you're listening to the show but seriously think about it why does gifts are exchanged in politics usually means there's something shady like usually this type of behavior if it's outside of fundraising for an election you would as a senator not be able to accept money or anything like that from any of these companies but why is it different in election fundraising it means the same thing when apple gives 32,000 $306 and I'm sure they find other ways to give way much more like in merchandise and in you know creating special stuff for her campaign or advice and all this stuff I'm sure they give so much more but that money is to be like okay we are doing this and we are going to do all these other favors and perks for you but you know that it's like uh what is it the latin quid pro quo that's exactly what it is here is this here is this campaign donation and yeah good luck pull it together don't waste my money and when the time is right i'm going to have a, a favor to ask of you and you are going to be obligated to do it because remember back when you were fundraising like that's what this whole thing is about let's not be naive let's not be children here actually children don't even know what's up what's up they'd be like this is what's going on okay they know I walked by some children in the park today (laughs) playing some game. Two girls were pushing one girl, you know, off and ganging up on her. Like they understand. So I'm sure even if you broke it down to a child in children's terms, they'd be like, yeah, this is what's going on. They'd be able to tell you. So this should not, this should be like plain sight. Like what? Like, of course, Elizabeth Warren is going to, if she is put in a position of commander in chief of course she is going to go back and kowtow to each one of these donors and there's more because the election is not even here yet and there's more money more ads 
and these television ads that they pour so much money into cost thousands and thousands and thousands. So there will be more contributions. There will be more, you know, secretive ways to try and give these candidates money and clout. And that's why it's so important for people to understand that when Bernie Sanders raises millions of dollars and he refuses to take money from these people, he always has and he's sticking by it. So you will not see on Bernie Sanders donor list, Amazon.com. Please, him and Jeff Bezos aren't cool, okay? Jeff Bezos is one of those billionaires who wants to hold on to all of his money and would rather shoot it up into Mars than to do anything to help his fellow man. And I am not just, like I said, I'm not, everything that I say on the show is not just because I feel like I don't like the person. I am basing it on the receipts. And the receipts that I base that analysis of Jeff Bezos on is recently in the news that it was reported that Amazon, uh, excuse me, Whole Foods is cutting health insurance for its part-time workers. This is a company that can afford it like a million times over to like ensure everybody that works under its umbrella. Why would uh, you're not that should show you like this is not a critique on or just, you know, me just having a rant about somebody just because I feel this certain way about them. Like, no, this is based on what his actions are. So you can tell, I mean, what kind of person is that? What type of company do you want to be if you don't want to cover part-time employees when you can? You're not like some small business. It's like me and mom, you guys a pop, mom and pop business. We just can't, the landlord's doubled or tripled our rent. We've been here for 40 years and we just can't do it. Like, that's not that type of story. Like, this is from the richest man in the world. And he's like, no, let's use the money so I can make a spaceship and shoot it up to Mars. Like, and go weightlifting while I'm up there and get bulky. Like, that's what he wants. He wants to get ripped and find a way to, so he can grow his hair back and, you know, like, have affairs with other people's wives. Like, that's the type of man. And I'm just basing what has come out in the headlines and what has been true about him. So it shouldn't shock me that he's somebody will be like, cut their man. He reminds me of this Scrooge character. <laughs> cut the Medicare. Cut this. I don't care if it's almost crushing. Like that. Like he seems like that. Whereas, you know, some other CEOs of companies <laughs> seem a little cooler. Like Bob's. <laughs> Bob's Bob's Red Mill <laughs> where his company yes you should read about Bob from Bob's Red Mill if you're not familiar with his company Bob is dope he's like 90 something and he is still kicking and um we just send some much love out to Bob's Red Mill for making excellent products and treating his employees with care with consideration with professionalism with love truly Uh, because not only are these employees paid well and I know that they receive health insurance they also have stock and equity in the company and for an employer to do that like he really cares about you and there are very 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 few but there are certain companies that do that for example when my husband and I were in LA this past summer which was the bomb by the way we'll definitely do an LA segment um because I'm missing me some California but anyway uh while we dined in California there was this terrific restaurant it was in it was near UCLA area and uh, they had this impossible burger. It was delicious, okay? And so afterwards, as we're used to doing everywhere, we pay and we're looking at the receipt, trying to find out where we put the tip and there's no tip slot. And it's like, we're turning it over upside down, trying to look up to the light. Where's the tip part? And then right at the bottom, it's like, we don't tip here because we pay our employees a living and great wage. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Like what a it was almost like a slap in the face like wow you don't 
like mistreat your workers you pay them a good and they were friendly they seemed very well everyone in california seemed friendly and happy but these people you know weren't like serving you with a you know stern face and looking like you know they had to go home to the sitter and like hurry up and eat this food it wasn't like that vibe at all so yeah uh it it's just madness what's going on so for me i i'm done with elizabeth warren i'll listen to what she has to say because she's a human being it's not like i have hatred for her that's not what this is about it's about analyzing like looking at the receipts and analyzing them and being like okay well you know this was whack or this was hyped up by the media or whatever like no like to me reading those the fact that google and microsoft and big pharma are all in your pocket and all these universities scarily like whoa <laughs> That's crazy. They're probably like, we're giving you all this money so that you make sure. Oh, that's exactly why they're giving her all this money. I was like, why? Why are all these universities? They want to make sure that this uh, education for all thing does not happen. And they will put that line her pockets with all of that money to make sure that she squashes every attempt to try and make college free in this country because that's taking money out of the mouths, out of the endowment of these universities. They live and and breathe by their endowment. And if you think I'm lying, my alma mater called me today. I know their number. I should actually block it. <laughs> I'm going to block. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to block it, but I never answer it because I'm not giving them money there. That's a whole other story like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not getting into that. However, on this episode, stay tuned though, stay tuned. But seriously, these people, the endowment is, uh, my alma mater, the endowment is like one of the highest in the country for a school of that size. But the alumni give, give, give to the school because it's like you've been indoctr- indoctrinated as soon as you arrive on the campus to to the day that you graduate believing indoctrinating you into a club into a sisterhood into a family yes family never leaves each other family doesn't so make sure to give to give give and people give i went to a uh a an event at the um Museum of Natural History at night. It was a swanky affair, okay? We're talking about big money, okay? The high school that I went to, we're talking about people, donors who were given big checks. We were schmoozing with this one guy who went to the school in the 80s and was talking about, oh yeah, I just donated $26,755.12 yesterday. And we were like, oh snap, like you be like, but he was like owing his whole life to the school. Like if this school did not accept me and if I didn't go here, I wouldn't be who I was today and I will give. And they are honoring him, bestowing him with all the accolades and making him feel real important because that's how they want people to give. And that these private schools have destroyed people's lives with debt. And then in return, not even offering the sense of community that they tout. Oh, yeah, you're a part of it. But then there's no resources, you know, for uh, alumni. You're not trying to help students really get jobs. You are just trying to get that loan money and just get, 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 get. But where is it is a cycle It's about giving and receiving. It's about yin and yang. You just can't take, 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 take and expect to be on top all the time. I don't believe that's how it works. There needs to be reciprocity. There needs to be equilibrium at some point. And if you're not the one to give, it will be done forcibly upon you. (laughs) That is how it goes. So these schools, it just clicked to me now like a matrix moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I am Keanu in that movie and everything has come together. And I didn't even have to take the pills. 
for no it was one of those i was like oh my gosh why are they because as i was reading them i was like why are all these schools why i'm like oh they don't want even though elizabeth on the campaign trail is probably going to talk about medicare for all and is going to talk about education for all just to take talking points from bernie that they know work for the people which all these candidates are doing but then they underline it with well but we don't want to take options away from people there's so many millions of americans on private insurance love it so we don't want to tell them that i'm gonna pick for you i know what's best for you and trying to steer that ridiculous article i'm just picturing buddha good face the south bend indiana indiana mayor talking that was the answer that he gave when healthcare came up at the last debate and i was just like dry heaving it's like please pass me my electrolyte water because or my coco vita because this is draining to the throat having to scream at this screen no i'm just kidding i wasn't screaming but it was just i didn't have to scream my throat was just getting dry like i had been screaming for hours because it was excruciating hearing all of them lie like that except for bernie i can even tell that elizabeth was lying Lion Lizzie, that's what I'm gonna call it. Liar! Liar Lizzie. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, <laughs> these trending topics Elizabeth in New York, Biden, and hashtag by Biden were at the top trends. And it was interesting that what tweets came about and what posts came about regarding these two t- topics and we'll be watching to see other top trends with these political candidates i'm actually going to do a special segment in the political trending topics regarding bernie sanders and some trending news that he was involved in this pack week so you don't want to miss that stay tuned don't forget to follow us on Instagram at House of Naco. At, at House, House of, of Naco. Naco.